Welcome to another Double Shot episode. So on Mondays, I do an interview where it's more about the guest. And on Fridays, I do an episode with my wife, and it's more about the couple's energy. This episode is just me and you. So I'm going to take you on a walk with me and share what's going on in my head, my life, and anything else that I think we should talk about. If you like this sort of free-flowing, unscripted format, you may like our new private on-the-fly episodes that my wife and I do on the Patreon platform. As a member, you'll get access to our new on-the-fly episodes and all our podcasts ad-free and access to our monthly Zoom. If you want to go check it out, head over to patreon.com forward slash Friday. That's F-R-I-D-A-T-E, no slash. Or you can click on the link in the show notes. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to another Double Shot episode. Okay, so to tell you where I am, this one is, this one is going to be one of my most favorite because... I'm in a place called Hallstatt, and Hallstatt is in Austria. It is arguably the most beautiful scenic places ever. It's like Willy Wonka meets the Swiss Miss Instant Cocoa Girl on a lake with a mountain with the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen. And Kim and Sophia are off doing some morning thing. To be honest with you, I don't even know what they're doing. And I'm on my way to go meet them. And we're going to go to a 7,000-year-old salt mine. 7,000 years old. Is anything 7,000 years old? I mean, like, it's crazy. And I am carrying my little dog, Sophia. She is my little dog, Sophia. Mamma mia, I'm carrying my little 15-year-old Maltese poodle, Gia, because she's been sick. She had a really nasty um, eye infection, and we've pretty much been to a vet in every location that we've traveled to trying to deal with it. Apparently, she got some weird grass thing um, that went uh, subcutaneous, like under the skin, and is stuck there. And we either have to get surgery to get it out, um, we're fighting it with infect with um, antibiotics and anti-inflammatories, cortisone, that kind of thing. But it just does not seem to be going away. Poor thing. So I'm carrying her in a bag, headed to the funicular to go up a mountain to do this salt thing. So, okay. I want to talk to you about the idea of rumination today, right? Obsessive work thoughts. Let's be honest. You know, most of the people listening to the show are entrepreneurs and, you know, they don't have to work for anybody. Or even if you do have to work for somebody, if you're on like a sales job where, you know, you've got different quotas on your mind or, you know, just different work-related things, it is really freaking hard not to take that obsessive work thought home with you. In fact, it is probably the biggest challenge that I have now is trying to separate work and play. Now, it's interesting because I don't go to an office, you know, like I wake up, go to the gym, have coffee, that kind of thing. And But I'm always obsessing. And I'm using the word obsessing sort of like loosely, like not obsessing like I need to shrink obsessing, but it's just constantly there. 
And I listened to a Peter Atia episode. He's got a podcast called The Drive. Uh, check it out. And he was talking about, you know, a similar situation that he has where he's just, you know, constantly thinking about work. And a few things came out of that that I thought was um, interesting and helpful. Um, I think helpful. I haven't tried them yet, but I wanted to share it with you because that's what this particular episode, you know, this series, Double Shot, is about. It's about me just thinking about things that, talking about things I'm thinking about and processing them in my head with you in real time. So one of the things he said is work stress is rarely at work, which I thought was really interesting. So where is the work stress? Work stress is when you're not working. Because when you're working, you're absorbed in what it is that you're working on. So it's not this constant rumination or obsession about thoughts because you're focused, right? You're working on something. So, you know, when does that obsessive rumination begin? It begins when you leave work, when you're driving home or walking home, when you're sitting at the dinner table, when you're playing with the kids, where you're just thinking about work. And, you know, when somebody tells me to be where your feet are, when they're telling me to just be present, that, that shit never helps me. Like, I need a tool. I need a strategy. I need a hack. I need a procedure. So he said a few things that I'm going to try. And one of them is, he said, try a transition where you, a transition ritual, I think is what he called it, where when you come home, let's say that you want to stop working at seven o'clock. When you come home, you change out of your work clothes and change into your, you know, some other, like, I don't know, pajamas, sweats, whatever you want to call it, just something different. And change the lights in your house to go from bright to dark or dark to bright, something different, so that it's a marker, a visual procedural difference where you are transitioning from one thing to the other. And then if you're a parent like I am um, and you have a young child, then you make that decision that when you go into the different clothes, the different lights at a specific time, that you now become, you know, Ninja Turtle Man, right? And you get on the floor and you play with the kids. Or if you don't have a, a spouse, you now become, you know, Don Juan and you become the romantic one who gets into the romantic mood. But it's a, it's a marker, you know, that indicates to your brain that work stops. I thought that was helpful. Another thing you mentioned is a simple hack is a two to three minute mind game or puzzle. So that, you know, it's interesting because we've been playing Uno at night and it helps. You know, I'm not a mind uh, puzzle guy. I'm not one of these people that do those puzzles. I don't know what they're called, but you know what I mean, where they're like counting numbers and, you know, the crosswords and that kind of thing. But those things never really helped me. But I could see how doing something for two to three minutes that requires an absorption or a focus could really make a difference. So I'm going to try those three things. The other thing, and I'll have to stop when I get to the funicular, which by the way, if you've never been on a funicular, a funicular is the, I don't know why they call it a funicular, but it's, you know, the song funiculi, funicula, funiculi, that one. They have to uh, get you up the mountain somehow. So it's these like, 
it's not like a gondola where it's above the mountain. You're actually tracking. There's a there's like a, a railroad train thing, for lack of a better word, that's on the mountain and shoots you up the mountain. It's crazy. Um, we've got it on my social media if you want to see it. What I wanted to mention here is I have an interesting thing. So my friends um, have a friend who's a successful guy who um, is having a big birthday party. And a lot of us are flying in. He wants to do the birthday party in Sicily. And it's in a sort of like a remote location or a hard to reach location in Sicily. And so some friends are flying in from America and some, some like me are coming in from Europe and blah, blah, blah. And so he decided, and he's not a guy that you know, spends money um, frivolously. He's not a bougie guy at all, but he decided he wanted to treat himself for, for a big birthday and he's gonna really treat his friends and he's going to hire a private jet. And the private jet is going to go from, um, uh, I think, Rome to this spot in Sicily. And he wants Sophia, our seven-year-old, to come. So it's interesting because now, you know, I don't, I can't afford a private jet. Like, I'm not, I don't have that kind of money. So I don't want to, I don't want to teach her that this is normal, but at the same time, you know, I want her to, to recognize that you can have anything you want. And so, you know, drawing this line of, look at me, I'm on a private jet with, if you want a private jet, you can have it, is, is the first time I've ever sort of like been, you know, faced with that sort of parenting notion. So it's going to be interesting uh, to put that. And uh, the last thing, and this one is probably mostly related to guys. I mean, women, women get this as well, but I, uh, I use what they call TRT. I think it's like testosterone, yeah, testosterone replacement therapy. So um, I am, I'll be 56 next month. And, you know, the average testosterone level is somewhere around a thousand um, when they take a blood test for a man when he's 20. And mine was like 400. So, um, which is not unusual for a man in his 50s, but it ain't, it ain't 20. Uh, you know, it ain't, it ain't the same as when I, when I was 20. So I decided, and we can get into this in, in another podcast, but I decided to get on it. And man, God, it's been probably two years now, three years. What a difference. I mean, like, you know, in all the areas you would think, in sex drive areas, in um, the amount, of, like I haven't been able to get more than like 10 or 15 minutes of deep sleep. But since I've been on testosterone, I get two hours of deep sleep. Remember when you were 20 and you just slept all day? So focus and energy and sex, like it, there's a million reasons. It is a cocktail of three things. It's testosterone. You have to balance it with um, estrogen, which is another shot or pill. You can do it either way. And then the last one is um, HCG, which is not HGH, which is human growth hormone. This is human chorionic and anatropin hormone. Those three things, I won't get, I won't get in the weeds on this, but those three things create the balance that you need hormonally. So I forgot it. I forgot the freaking testosterone. And this last trip, I, I actually, I think I brought it. I think I left, I think I took it out and left it in one of the other hotel rooms. This 
trip is going to be, this particular leg is going to be three weeks. So this will be the longest I've gone without it. And I'm about halfway into those three weeks now. And holy shit, do I feel a difference. Like night and day. I can't get it. I'm in Austria right now. I can't get it. I spoke to the pharmacist here. Then It's illegal. They won't let you get it here. I've got to call into somebody in Switzerland to try and see uh, with a, a pharmacist in Switzerland. He's trying, she's trying to see if uh, she can get it. She's not sure it's legal there either. I'm lucky. I'm really lucky that it's legal in Italy because I, 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 like I couldn't even imagine not having this stuff. So if you're thinking about it, I'd strongly recommend checking it out. It's, it's, a, it's a significant difference. Um, okay. The last thing I want to talk about is we started a private member community, which is uh, uh, a Patreon community. And we are uploading content that's similar to this, but different. It's wherever my wife and I are traveling in the world. And, you know, we come up with something that is not really suitable for the podcast. And, you know, like the front-facing podcast, we try and keep it like actionable tips and, you know, keep it as PGE as I'm willing to go. But this Patreon community, like... You know, it's not OnlyFans, like we're not getting naked, but, and we're not just cursing all the time, but we are having more in-depth conversations about particular topics. Like we were in um, Spain and like literally the beaches were like almost like 100% topless. And, you know, Kim is like, well, you know, these these, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, some of these girls, they don't have, you know, they don't have boob jobs and, and that's why they can do it. But then, you know, other people are like, they do have boob jobs and other, other people, you know, so we started to like make these distinctions about like, you know, like, is it just a cultural thing? Is it a sexual thing? Like why? And it was a really interesting conversation that the two of us were having um, about our views on what we were seeing in real time. And, you know, you don't want to put that stuff on the podcast. Like, you never know. People listen to the podcast on their way to school and work. And so it's like a little, we'll call it edgier, you know, more that kind of thing, content that the two of us in a couple's way can have. So if you're interested in hearing that kind of stuff, and plus we also have some options where um, we just did one. It was really great. We're doing a a monthly Zoom with the Patreon members. And we're doing like, you know, a little micro coaching um, with people helping them on, you know, whatever they're trying to work on, whatever their dream life is that they're working on, where they're stuck. And so people are asking us questions and, you know, wherever we feel like we're able to offer help, um, we do that. And plus you get direct text access uh, to us there. So if you want to check it out, go to patreon.com forward slash dates patreon.com forward slash Friday. Okay, that's it, everybody. We'll see you on the next Double Shot.